Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your fullest potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Royce. Today, I got Mark here with me. Guys, this is going to be two episodes in one week, which is a huge PR for me. Uh, We've been going like every other week because I just have been extremely, I want to say lazy. I I could say I'm busy, but uh, to be honest, there are some moments where I could probably shoot a podcast, but it makes it really difficult sometimes for me to create content especially if I'm if I'm just talking to a mic. So that's why I got Mark Mark here. And uh, we just shot an episode a week ago, two weeks ago. Guys, if you haven't seen that, it's about fatherhood and becoming better. It's great. Um, there's, there's a ton of you guys that downloaded it. There's a ton of you guys that DM'd me from it. I'm assuming Mark's life is, has changed a lot. Like, can you even go outside and just be like, hey guys, like, uh, you're famous now? Paparazzi, man, they're everywhere. <laughs> You're just like, oh, you're that guy. You're Mark, right? So, so guys, I, this is really going to be part two of of really just managing stress. I think in the past episode, we talked about kind of the three aspects, the basics on learning how to manage stress, but I didn't really go in depth on how to do that. And I brought it. I brought in Mark today, so we can really bounce off some of those things. If you guys hear the music, because we're in the gym, that's okay though. Maybe you could be bobbing your head while you're listening to this. But I really want to go over some of the things that we practice daily that has massive effects on on how you show up. And guys, before we really dive into that, I wanted to share just like my past like four weeks. And um, I wanted to say this in a way where I'm not like bragging. So if I am bragging, just call it out. I was like, man, this guy's just, he's so arrogant. But anyways, this is just the stent of my four weeks. So four weeks ago, I met a guy, or I was I was uh, I was grocery shopping. And you know how some people will stop you and ask for money, right? And I'm always like, Nah, I'll never give you any money. Like I think you're just buying drugs or something. But you know, I I, I was I was gonna go grab groceries, but I forgot my wallet. But I did have some cash, and I never carry cash. So I went back to my car to grab the cash and then there was a guy that drives up and pulls up and he's like he's like hey man like he's like I need to go to Chicago like I got I, I don't really have any money but I have I have this and it's like would you be would you be able to just donate anything so I can go to uh, go back home and I was like I was you know you kind of read them like does he does he have like a does he look like a crackhead or something like that and um, but he wasn't, and he just seemed so normal. And he was uh, he was doing this like I don't know. He, he was speaking kind of Arab. He was just saying like Arab prayers or something like that. I couldn't understand it. And um, I had a hundred dollars with me, so I couldn't be like, oh, I never carry cash. <laughs> it was literally in my hand. So I was like, oh man. <laughs> so I so 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 naturally, I just I gave it to him. And then and then he was like. He was like, oh my gosh, so thank you so much. And then and then he started taking off his necklace. And then he took off his Rolex. 
and he was and he was like here take all of this and I was like I don't I don't really want any of that right so but that's Corbin but I told him I was like hey listen man I, I don't really want any of your stuff just just take the money and and he insisted so he gave me his he gave me his uh he tried to give all of it he tried to give his rolex he tried to give his gold watch his gold uh necklace so on and so forth and 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 i couldn't refuse to take because he was just like i I don't want to do that so he handed it to me but i thought i was like man this guy's just he's just really just scamming me but in reality the next thing he did was he was just like he was like hey like do you have any more and i was like, oh that's all i have that's all the cash that i have and then i heard his kids his kids was in the back and i was like oh this is a real deal i thought it was just like a crackhead thing and i was like dude i don't really have much anymore so i just gave him a hundred bucks he gave me his his um his gold necklace and his his gold ring and then i was like is this a real thing or not and dude i tested it so i went to youtube and i was like how do i know if it's real and i did all of the tests it ended up being real and um dude i'll show you right now i actually have it here dude isn't this nut that's crazy dude that's nuts but you can actually test it and see it it's like 24 karat gold. This guy was like the real deal, but I that's just one one element. So I was like, okay, I don't have my grocery money, so I didn't have so I had to go drive back. So that was that was inconvenient. I don't even really want to sell it just just to remind me that I act that was the first time I actually gave that much money to someone that is really anyone. Like homeless. I'll I'll give like change in my car, but never a fresh hundred dollar bill. Yeah, that's that's a that's a decent amount right there. Yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah, I get I maybe I'm gonna get some good karma points. And then the week after, my car gets broken into. Right? So my car gets broken into, my wallet gets taken. There's stuff that gets that got stolen from the back. I'm not really sure. But it was a lot of the camera gear that we used to shoot for YouTube. Probably I don't know. $500 worth of stuff but so that was that that happened right and then my credit card gets frauded because he he, he, he or she stole the wallet and uh, they got gas they got Taco Bell they got all of these things but luckily when you have a business card a lot of that stuff declines but some of the stuff that goes through and um, the but the inconvenience was like on the business end my like all of the things that were on auto it's all canceled so I wasn't able to work like the whole Facebook thing didn't work my all of my apps didn't work because especially if it gets declined they just shut everything off so it's another inconvenience but I told I tell my wife this and and I text I have a text thread with me and my wife and I'm like I just hope they got the gas they need to go home right I just hope they got the food that they need because it looks like they might have never had food and then and and i was just like and and i was just in this space of compassion instead of the space of being angry so that was another thing and then another thing happened where my landlord didn't cash my rent so so i had a double rent so they take out it's a decent amount i think it's a decent amount for me right because you're i only keep so much in there so 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 it's just like oh my gosh how am i gonna make this happen but again i was calm so all of these things are happening and guys like 
the life stuff is happening. Your, the dishes are not clean. Your kid's making a mess, right? There's, there's angry clients. All of these things are happening and I'm still able to show up in a, in a place of just like normal. Do you know what I mean? And uh, I think it's a testimony of a lot of the stress management stuff that we've been developing and teaching uh, throughout this, this process. And, and that's essentially what I really want to get to because some of you guys are experiencing some of these things. Maybe some of them are smaller. Some of you guys may be experiencing something much larger. But if when you start to develop a system, a daily practice behind managing your stress, you turn out to become this like, I don't even know, like a super attractive human being, an energy rich human being, a human being that's constantly giving. And because you're constantly giving, you get all this return back. Mark, sorry, man, I took out the heat, but give me something about that. No, it is true, man. I think I think with a lot of that stress that just hits us, again, everything, everybody has different stressors that, you know, are more or less, you know, for themselves can get, you know, pretty gnarly. And I think when we start to replace a lot of the way we handle the stress, we become resilient to a lot of it. Like, it's almost like we're we're on this, like, happy mood, you know, path where it's like, there's a lot of stuff that could happen, but it doesn't affect us a lot. It doesn't. And it just rolls off the back, man. So yeah, I think I think with a lot of the stuff that we'll talk about in this is is just good practices that make us resilient to that stress, man. I love that. Yeah. So remember, I forgot to add this. So uh, the karmic debt I was talking about. So another thing that happened was they sent my contacts into another place, into my old house. Oh. And I was like, ah, I thought I changed it. Right, so that was another inconvenience. And I bought like $600, $700 worth of contacts because contacts are expensive, right? So I was like, ah, dang it. And then they were like, we'll just send you a brand new one. And then they sent me a brand new one and they sent it to the house. And then the people that live in the house that we sold calls me and he was like, hey man, I got your contacts. Do you want us to just like deliver it to you? And I was like, so bum, double portion. So now I got $1,400 worth of contacts. So I'm set for the year, right? So it's just like, those are some things that I can't explain. I call it karmic debt. I call it God, right? But it's, it's very interesting. The moment you just surrender to this, that stress is part of the game, that stress is part of life and stress is your friend it really starts to give in a way that we always perceive that stress takes. But when you're really in this space of like, just, 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 it is what it is, right? And then like, it's so rich. But I wanna get people how to get there. And, and you've recently established something that you're doing daily now. Uh, share, share us what, you're, what we were talking about on on chasing energy-rich activities and how you got to that? Well, one thing that I think when I first started uh, working for you here at the gym, uh, you really pushed hard about this concept that I've never heard before. Supposedly <laughs> it's been around forever, yeah. but I never heard it. It was just the, you know, fill your cup and uh, what drains you, like what gives you stress, what drains your cup and just like overall well-being. Yeah. And what fills it? And I think that was, 
I want to say probably the most practical thing that I've um, that I've kind of put into practice yeah um, in the in these last you know six to nine months of just learning what withdraws from my life what really causes me stress yeah. and what I can control and then doing stuff that I can that fills my cup that makes me happy that I actually can manage the stress right I think I mean obviously just in the last uh, podcast of talking about family and talking about yeah. being a dad and stuff obviously family is super important to me yes um, but spending time with my son and again we go back to that last podcast really just spending time yeah playing with him and doing something that he wants to do um fills my cup like it makes me feel happy it makes me connect with whatever you want to think about like good karma or you know connecting spiritually you know something like that it just makes me feel so much better and when i'm hit with something like oh crap we might not have enough money to you know, to make out this month and we got to transfer money over or something like yeah. that. It just kind of goes, eh, rolling off your back. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I will say for me, I'm a very low stress individual. Yeah. yeah. I think just growing up, there was a lot of quote unquote stress in family life, uh, right. you know, like financially and where we're going to live. And I just got used of security. to moving and my parents didn't have a lot of money and I got used to having not the best things and I found loopholes and stuff like that of just being low stress and never really stress about stuff but as as you get married as you have kids there's just certain things that might just trigger you right and man just replacing it yeah like, and making sure your cup is filled it it just makes it yeah so much sure. easier yeah I like how it's so, I want to give the the, pra- the practical look because some people are like, how did you do that? Guys, the simple way to just do it is grab a piece of paper, right? On one side, list out everything that you do that's energy rich, that you're just like, I love doing that. I love hanging out with this people. I feel super, super energized. And then on another side, on a piece of paper, just write down everything that triggers you. People, activities at work, right? List all of those things at politics food I don't know it doesn't matter like just just write them all down and then just see it and then when you see it the second thing you have to ask is out of these things where do I have the greatest control and oftentimes it's going to be the stuff that's very energizing right because we can't control what your mom or dad says or what Joe Biden says or any of these things or your boss even though you think you might be able to control them you can't right so you start to unravel what really is in your control and then you start doubling up on the things that you know that charges you up now i want to ask you this question when you start focusing on doubling up on all of the things that you're doing on the energy level the 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 high energy stuff what happens to the stuff that normally drains you oh you you almost out of sight out of mind almost i mean honestly you're so focused on bettering yourself and filling up that cup and you know gaining as much energy as you can that honestly when something that starts to drain you you're just like i'm not even focused on it yeah i also feel like you 
you notice what actually drains you even more, more. often. Yeah. And you're like I'm good. super aware of it. Yeah. Super aware. So you're like, whoa. Yeah. That totally drained me. Yeah. Because you're almost like you're you're like running on like a, a an energy high of like yes. good energy. good karma, good energy, and then all of a sudden nowhere you're like, whoa. Yes. That took away from that energy. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, cool, I'm just gonna stay away from that. Literally, yeah. it's like a pivot, like a 180, like, whoa, that yeah. was a path that I don't like going down. It's very interesting. Well, and, yeah. and it can be anything, too. I, I like that you pointed out, like, food or people. People. Like, man. Mine is grocery stores. Yeah. And convenience stores. There's a new convenience stores over at, like, Fort Apache. Fire. I was like, you go in there, they're like, hey, dude. And I was like, hey, what's going on? And the place is so clean. You know, you go to some gas stations, and you're like... I'm gonna get robbed here. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> These people are so different. So I was like, this is my new gas station from now on. Right? So I, I agree, like when you start to become so aware of this, like that you're vibrating at such a high level, it's it's almost sad that you notice that there was a version of you that was that was so blind and so unaware for so long that you thought that this this low was normal. Isn't that interesting? I think for me, one of the biggest things, I mean, there was, a, there was a couple that come to mind, but one of the biggest things was traffic and crowded people. Yes. Yeah. Man, when you, when something drains you, yeah. like I, I can think back on many instances when I felt drained from maybe like a person in, in that I was around that was just draining, that was negative. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, nowhere, I'm like, super road rage and for no reason <laughs> I'm like not even late for anything yeah. I'm just like there's like just a little bit of traffic going home and yeah. I'm just like why are people driving slow why are you not moving out of my way and then I'm yeah. like and you see everybody texting on their phone well, and I'm all like all how dare you on your phone and stuff like that and I'm like why am I getting so upset yeah. but again I was already drained prior to that prior to that and then you notice that that just triggered yeah. And, but then all of a sudden, nowhere, there's times where I couldn't care less. Yeah. Not late for anything. I'm just yeah. driving. You're talking to your son in the back. I'm talking. I'm just chilling. All of a sudden, nowhere, I'm like, I'm home. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, wait, what in the world? That, the it's the same exact situation. Yes. But I was totally not focused on the negative. My yeah. cup was full. Yes. You know what I mean? That practical application of knowing and writing down like, hey, these are the things that fill me up and I'm doing them and I'm making a checklist. And then these are the things I know I need to stay away from. Yes. And then the moment you get just so focused on good energy. Yeah. It's, it's like things don't really matter. I love it. It's crazy. I love that. Yeah. And here's what's crazy because we do this practice all the time. I, I rarely, guys, I rarely tell my guys, I was like, I need you guys to do more. I need you guys to do more. I need you guys to do more of these. In fact, I always tell them, I need you to do more of yourself. Because what ended up happening with, with your career here is you started to just do more. You're like, I think I could do that. I'd love to take that on as a management. I'd love to be a nutrition coach, right? I think our... There's a lot of people that come up to me, they're like, how do you end up doing more? But, but they focus on the wrong doing. They focus on like productivity and all of those things, which is which is all great. I think that's all amazing. But we find it's like 
it's like, where is the nicest place to go to? Oh, cool, I'm gonna go to New York or LA, but they never put gas in their vehicle. And it's so frustrating for me because it's so hard to just take someone and be like, I just, just do it. It sounds crazy, it sounds foofy, right? But I'm telling you, just write it down and just observe and just look. Look at your life in a way that's that what you're not normally accustomed to, and then and then just see it. Well, like I think what you said a, a while ago when I first started was the productivity from the inside. Yeah, will lead to predict productivity on the outside. On the outside, externally. So yeah. working on the product the productivity on the inside, internally on yourself. Yeah, leads to so much externally. Yes. You're like, whoa, now I've got time. And that's, that's what happened with me is I got time yeah. or I saw it was time always that there. I was losing. That yeah. I was like, man, I, I can do something in this time. Yes. I, can, I can be more productive. But that wasn't it. And again, these are not new concepts. They're not. It's not yeah. new concepts at all. Like we yeah. all try to think about bettering ourselves and being in a better mood. And yeah. Nobody wants to be negative. Nobody yeah. wants... To do that, but yeah. then when we actually take a practical, applicationable like step yeah. to writing them down, making sure that they're verbally spoken, but that internally you're like thinking, okay, the, these are stuff this. that that I need to do. It things just are falling into place. Yes, it's, it's magic, man. It's productivity it, just appears on its own. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh for sure. Right? Like, I think you, once you start to elevate at this higher energy level, you, you it's like you, you start to put on these, like, you have a different glasses on. Or maybe you're wearing these really blurry glasses, and then all of a sudden, clear, yeah. and then you take out the blur, or you're like, oh my gosh, I do have all this time. Oh my gosh, I have this opportunity. Oh my gosh, there's this person that really wants to work, that I want to work with, or vice versa, right? Yeah. And sometimes it, it can't, it's not even productivity. Yeah. Say you're looking at stuff that's just like stress management and you're just like, listen, it's not about doing more. Sometimes it's maybe about noticing the priority that you might yes. you, yeah. you might be missing. Yeah. You know, it's it's not always about, oh, I'm gonna do more just because I'm, you know, able to be, you know, better on my stress. But it's like, oh man, I'm I might be neglecting something. Yeah. It's like, oh man, I'm I'm not spending enough time with my parents because I'm older and I've got my own family. But then also it's like exactly. it's the last time I've made a priority just to be happy and call my parents. Because that was a big that's a big charger for you. Yeah. Just to chat with them. You're very relational. Yeah. I'm like I'm sort of relational. <laughs> sort of relational. Yeah. Okay, so I wanna go into to number two. So guys, if you guys are not already chasing energy rich activities, you should do that. Right? And be habitual with it. It can be calling your parents. Just like Mark, for me, it's a, a lot of times it's fitness. It could be listening to music. It could be listening to podcasts. It could be reading. It could be meditating. It could be a ton of different things, right? So, so if you're not doing any of those things multiple times, there's no limit, by the way. You can meditate as long as you want. You can do as many workouts as you want, right? That's why I do so many because it's a major charger for me. Right, so so that's one of the, which leads us to the second thing, and I do this on a daily basis, and, and and you can talk about it if you want as well, but I have made this commitment to chase discomfort daily, right? So so sometimes I'll ask the coaches like, which one's what's harder, right? He's like, what's harder, the rower or the bike? Oh, the bike. Cool, I'll do the bike then, 
right? And I and, and and the reason why I do things intentionally in discomfort is anytime I'm done with it, like my comfort level becomes multiplied. The bed feels better. The free the vegetables taste better, bro. I'm like, why does the veg why does this broccoli taste so good? And it tastes good because of the discomfort that I put my body in, right? And uh, it, it, even the normal stresses, like, like for instance, Madam Madison listens to this. Madison comes in with her stresses. I'm like, yes. I'm so excited for it because I do so many uncomfortable things physically with my body that, that it just makes everything like a bliss. Please tell me you chase some discomfort, Mark. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, so talking about physically, like physically chasing something that is challenging. Um, one of the uh, one of the other coaches, Nick, yeah. uh, told me he's like, "Bro, you're gonna be doing a hundred burpees. Oh yeah, for thirty that, yeah. days. Let's go." And I was all like, "I hate burpees. I hate them with a the passion." Yeah. And I was like, "I don't want to do it." I don't want to do it. I don't want to be doing those every single day. I know what's going to happen. My chest is going to get tight if I'm not taking care of it. I know I'm not going to want to do it. And honestly, starting the process was a very big, like, challenge of, Yeah, yeah. I guess just motivationally, I did not want to do the burpees yeah especially you it's know, one of the most hated movements oh yeah well it's just one of those where it's like man I just did a full workout and I got still got a hundred burpees to do yeah and I'm all like oh I don't want to do this but it got to the point where I felt better yeah after doing it I felt accomplished I felt confidence I yes. felt like everything was going towards something better and yeah there there was a lot of like okay if I can do a hundred burpees yeah if after a workout after already doing a full yeah. workout I'm like man what other physically demanding things that I can do yeah like if I can do a hundred burpees a day for 30 days and that's 3,000 burpees yeah dude I can do a whole lot more physically than I can and at that time is when I had my knee hurting a lot right so I think even just doing that and finding ways to continue to move forward. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, I think for me though, a lot of stuff that's like challenging is mentally. Yeah. I think for you when you like when you're like, bro, I want yeah. you to read it or read it or listen to a book. <laughs> and I'm all like, oh it's, that's uncomfortable. It's like the worst uncomfortable. like it's so yeah. uncomfortable. I hate this. Yeah, yeah. Like, especially because I told you reading reading a page is like a dose of like 10 milligrams of melatonin. It's, I'm like, gonna yeah, you're going to overdose. Ah, yeah. Um, but mentally challenging myself is probably that that's that biggest challenge of yeah. where you're like, Hey, I'm mentally, I need you to be on this. I need you to do this. A, you know, A, B and C and D all that stuff where then the moment I do that task or do that thing, yeah, you know, that's on that list. I'm like, man, yeah. I feel so much better. I feel the sense of accomplishment. I feel that I didn't waste time throughout the day. I feel like I did something to move me forward and not yeah. just stay stagnant. I think that's the biggest thing, especially yeah. mentally, is I felt like there was something that was done. Exactly. I think every action 
breeds more action just in general. When you say accomplishment, what I get, and, 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 and you can relate to it or not, every time I do something that I don't want to do, I get more confident. Oh, for sure. Meaning like I just go into things and I'm like, yeah, we're going to do that because I just did what I said I was going to do, right? Whether it's uh, like right now, like nutrition. Like every time I'm on a deficit, I know I'll do it because I've done it. It's like it's not, it's not a thing for me anymore. Like I know I'm going to do this. I start, I'm starting 75 hard again, but on my, my second workouts, I'm just running. We just have never, I'm, guys, I'm not a runner. I mean, I'm doing Murph a lot. I didn't even think I'd be a Murph person, right? But I'm running for 45 minutes. I banged out eight miles the other day. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is like marathon. Am I going to turn into a marathoner, right? So it's like, it's, it's doing those things that are, I know I would not want to do. And making a commitment to that. It carries over to not just like my fitness. It carries over to like I can, I know I can be a good father. Like if I can do that, I can I can be present with Lucas for ten minutes, and then I'll do that, and it becomes a game. And it's the same thing with my wife. If you look at my house, by the way, it's freaking flawlessly clean. And I'm like, normally I'm I'm angry about it because I'm waiting for my wife to do it. But I was like, there's there's no reason why I can't. I can do all of this because I just did everything and dude, it's spotless. And it's really cool because I'll probably have to do another episode on it because my wife is doing things because because the space is so clear and clean. It's like she's never seen it like that. But that's my standard in like my own physical health that it all of a sudden just started to go into other areas. Fascinating. Oh, for sure. I think, I mean, just even speaking on the whole Murph uh, you know, track, you know, you're, yeah. you're smashing Murph every single day. When I first did Murph, yeah. I looked at that and I was like, no, yeah, there's no way. I was like, there's no way I can do this. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to get through all of these reps. Yeah. And this is very, like very new to the CrossFit functional fitness realm came from very much bodybuilding. I was like, there's no way that's so many reps. I'm going to be so tired. Yeah. And then the moment I got done, I was like, if I can do that and yeah. I didn't die, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it didn't just like flop on the ground and you know, I was stuck there for hours and I yeah. had a good sense of, no, I got done, I, yes. you know, probably chilled for about five minutes and then went, holy crap. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I was sore for a long time yeah. after. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. My life still went on. Things still happened. Yeah. And so it was like that little turning point of, dude, I did something very hard yes. in my eyes. I did something very hard and for I, yeah. me. And I accomplished it and I was okay. Yes. And then I was like, okay, what else can I do? Yeah. For some people, it's speaking in yeah. front of a group of people. Yeah. I mean, straight fear, yeah. like crippling fear. I'm not going to be able to talk. And then all of a sudden, nowhere, it's like, you get done, and you're like, wow, I just did that. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of easy. It yeah. wasn't hard. I didn't die. Nobody laughed at me. Yeah. Nobody cared. People got insight from what I talked. Yeah. And so it's, it's just one of those where it's like, if you have even a problem with talking in front of people, getting comfortable doing that, and then you notice it's not. 
a big deal. It's not, yeah. And then you get another thing that's challenging that you're like, oh my god, I'm so scared. You do it, and then you and do then that. And you do it, and you're like, all right, that wasn't bad. Here's, here's the thing about that, guys. I hope you guys got a lot from what, what Mark said. But you can literally take everything that you see might be hard and just, just do the smallest thing. It can just be one burpee a day for some some people. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I did one burpee for 30 days. Maybe I can do 10, right? And then you're like, oh my God, I did 10. I could probably do 50. And then I could do 100. Here's the the sad truth. If, if, if someone 10 years, like future you was like, hey Mark, you're gonna do 3,000 burpees one day and you're like super out of shape. I think I'd have a heart attack. So guys, in a nutshell, you don't want to know what you're going to be capable of. You just want to you just want to chase the one that you feel that's uncomfortable at the moment and just do that. I think we try to battle everything way ahead of time, but in reality, you need to it's like it's like playing a um RPG, you got to kill all the pigs first that are level 1 before you you fight the level 100 dragon boss. You got to fight hundreds of those little pigs before oh my gosh before you really even have an opportunity to do that. And that's what really chasing discomfort is. I did have a third lesson, but we don't have enough time. We both have work to do. You have a client, I have an interview. Um, But for the most part, guys, action plans. Number one, do one of these things daily. Either chase discomfort on a daily, or number two, chase energy-rich activities so you can elevate your energy levels so you can manage any stress, okay? so. Mark, you want to add anything on this really quick? No, man. I mean, I, th- I think those are the two biggest things. Like, honestly, if you can pick every day something that you're going to be challenged with and attack it, like attack look it, it, look yeah. it in its face and say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this," but also making sure that when you are attacking something that's very hard, make sure you're internally good, that's man. True. Make sure yeah, you're it's true. Yeah, it's back to back. You need both yeah. of those. Yeah, you need both, man. So, yeah. no, those, those are. Killers too, yeah. So guys, if you got one revelation, one nugget, do us a favor. The way you pay it forward is you share it. Okay, so just share it with someone. That way, Mark can never go to the grocery store because he's just too famous, right? So I'll see you guys later. Peace out. Be better. Peace. Later.